0: Hey everyone and welcome to the room, we talk all things Wars, so Marvel and DC. This episode number 146, we're discussing the Aquaman first reactions and also the updated MCU timeline. I'm our heroes, Tim. And uh, oh. oh, sorry. Sorry. No, I was a little premature there. I'll let you go ahead. I'm Sanji. I'm Troy. <laughs> and the boys are back together for another week discussing nerd. It's been relatively slow, but we got a few articles we want to hit up here because... Aquaman it's coming down it's only it's almost a month away yeah actually it's less than a month away December oh, 21st man. and the world premiere was last night being Monday night we got our first reactions and tickets have gone on sale except for Canada it really not yet no, not it's not, not. in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna get into discussing that in a few minutes here because the reactions themselves are pretty positive overall. I think this film looks like it's gonna have that positive word of mouth and maybe breathe a little life back into the DC extended universe. And we're also gonna discuss this new updated MCU timeline now. Marvel Studios has released an updated timeline with finite dates beside films. This comes out of the new Marvel The First Ten Years source book. So we're gonna walk through a bit of that, see what's changed from the one they originally did this with the first Avengers film, and then work backwards and talk a little bit about some of the missteps and loose threads that we see in the MCU and whether or not this new timeline actually ties some of that up or makes it a little more confusing. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, guys. <laughs> But like we always do here in the nerd room, we got to talk about our week in nerd at the top here. It was Black Friday. It was Thanksgiving down in the States. So all of our U.S. listeners, happy belated Thanksgiving. Hopefully this was a good kickoff for you guys because I know one dude in the room here had one hell of a Black Friday. And that even fell to both Sanjay and I. We benefited from this. But (laughs) I'm going to throw it to my dude first, Troy. Yeah, man. You were clearing out comic shops. You were hitting up BB Games. You were doing yeah, everything.
1: All over the place, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, it is great. It's a great weekend for uh, Black Friday, for sure. I picked up a lot on the trades, man. I'm like on a big X-Men high right now. I picked up all of Colin Bunn's uh, X-Men Blue oh, from nice, Volume 1 nice. to Volume 6. That what? run just ended at yeah. 36. So, Wow. Wow. Yeah. No, it's really good. X-Men Gold, I got that too going on. Extraordinary X-Men I picked up. Finished a Jonathan Hickman run all the way up till, uh the Future Foundation. Nice. changes, right? Um... Just a bunch of comic books, man. I picked up some figures going on, too. It's just been a hell of a run. I got a Christmas uh, Switch, the Nintendo Switch. Oh, I nice. picked one of those things up because they had that cool sill going on. Uh, but that's for Christmas time. So you know. <laughs> um, And then, yeah, I, I, I had a blast, man. And I'll, I'll let you guys finish up and explain your guys's. guys' uh, Black yeah. Friday. Well, well,
2: before I go, I just want to say thank you very much because Troy the Boy... Hooked yeah. up, hooked us Thunge up. Sunja lunge, yeah, man. Like, comes in here today, you know, and I'm just like, oh, hey, how's it going? And Troy's like, I got something for you. And like the Santa Claus that he is, he pulls out of his big red sack a Black Manta for me. And I gotta say, this figure is absolutely stunning. It's the comic accurate one. It's uh, this is like the New Fifty Two relaunch one. Yes, right? sir. Yeah. yeah. Troy, I'm stunned. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, no this worries, is... man.
1: That's your dude. I know you're a big DC, Aquaman guy, and I mean that's his arch nemesis right there, Black Manta. And...
0: I-, I got you yeah. an Ant Man. It's just life size, so dude. here
2: you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because and Troy went around the table this week because I didn't do any Black Friday shopping, like none whatsoever, which is a bit strange for me. I just I, for whatever reason I didn't feel the draw Scrooge. into buying stuff. <laughs> Not so much as Scrooge. I probably should have bought stuff for my wife. <laughs> didn't quite get there. And I didn't really take advantage of some of these sales because our dude, Corey, from Tumbling Saber, he was texting us or Killin'. DMing us. And he posted or he sent us a photo or he posted on Twitter of the stuff he got or he maybe ran it down on the episode this week. Unbelievable. He found he found that most recent way with the Hoth Leia. Oh, oh no way. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so nice. he got into that way the Dengar as well. Yeah. He he went crazy. But I, I just didn't take advantage. But lo and behold, you know, Troy posted on Twitter his, some of your big finds, some yeah. of the yeah. trades and all that. And he posted that raised speeder. And I texted him, I was like, dude, where'd you find that? He said, don't worry about it. And so I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what that exactly means, but sure, I won't worry about it. I'm panicking over here, but that's fine. He shows up today and drops a Ray speeder. Jackie, this no, is the six-inch six scale Ray speeder. Drops it into my lap. And the best part about it is it comes from one of the best dudes <laughs> in podcasting. Yeah. And also, he nailed it for the less than $35 yes. price tag. Really cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The golden nerd room rule when it comes to things yeah. like this is less than $35. And we talked about this months and months and months ago. When this, yeah. these first dropped, they were $99. What? Canadian at EB Games when they first dropped. Yeah, huge. And so I got to give a huge thank you to yeah, my dude, man. Troy for hooking me up with the raised speeder now we gotta hunt down this Luke speeder is the next one we gotta get (laughs) yeah we gotta find that that's a good mold for sure just
2: a uh, buy a luke and then just change that one and then you got the same the, man the same? i
0: wish i wish i had a, a, a speeder handy here yeah. different speeder same concept same idea yeah different speeder uh, But yeah uh, it was it was exciting to see everything that was like everyone was getting and like troy you, you fulfilled it you, you yeah. did everything you got it there good weekend, man. there's a local comic book shop that's closing that oh, yeah. you texted us i'm cleaning this place out yeah <laughs> Did have anything left or
1: tons of stuff well you know what happened too because uh, we were going back and forth on Twitter with uh, Carlos. Shout out to Carlos DM. Yeah. And he's telling me about this great run. We were talking about comic book runs. He's telling me about... Superman Man of Steel maybe you're familiar with that run oh yeah he's telling uh, me to pick it up yeah. so I was trying to find that run but I could only see the volumes 4, 5, 6 I couldn't find number 1 I think he mentioned it's kind of a hard one to get into mm-hmm. not get into but to find right, so right. that's kind of the next thing I'm looking for for like DC because I'm always trying to pick up different books yeah. I you know, I even tried Green Lantern for, for I know Green I appreciate it I appreciate it yeah
3: that's pretty wild I awesome. might have to
0: head over there that's uh, Phoenix Combs in Inglewood for yeah. those in Calgary that is shutting down um and it looks like they've had some crazy deals so hopefully you can scoot in there pick up some trades maybe some lingering action figures whatever so that's my that's the top of my list to do this friday or saturday yeah yeah. awesome awesome. and
2: uh you know black friday what would it be black friday without some movies yeah
0: movies big maybe movie debuts and including big trailer debuts before we even get into creed to a wreck it ralph and even the Venom box office continues <laughs> to pile through here. Let's talk about this Lion King trailer. Yes. Yeah. Now our man Jon Favreau, who's directing The Mandalorian, he's had a big hand in the MCU, and he's also had a big hand with Disney developing these live action films, adapting the old Disney cartoons. So Jungle Book was his first foray into mm-hmm. this, and now he's doing Lion King. They dropped the first trailer on this. I know this is outside of the, the Nerd Room framework, but we're trying to link it up with Jon Favreau here. But we also have to talk about it because it looks absolutely incredible. We had a screaming match over Twitter <laughs> DM about how good this looks. Troy's yeah. Yeah. not a big one for swearing, yeah. but he's swearing <laughs> in the DM about
2: how
1: good this looks. I don't think I've
0: ever heard you swear. <laughs>
1: yeah, a couple times when I watched the Light King later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but
0: like the first reactions on that. Oh,
1: breathtaking, you know. Yeah. I, I saw this thing I mentioned to you off air here on my little you know, Samsung phone. And I was like, "Holy crap! This looks incredible!" And then we started having that huge Twitter message going back and forth. And then I watched it on the big screen. I was just like, "Whoa! Like, what are we in for?" I, yeah. I'm completely blown away. I don't know how anybody could like poo poo on this thing. No, it's it's incredible looking. we did not oh, swear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Same laughs> Captain <detours>. America. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. My reaction was the exact same when I first saw this. I was blown away, absolutely blown away. My my first initial reaction is. The line is so blurry between CGI and real life. Oh yeah, the CGI might even be better than real life. Yeah, this is <laughs> insane. Like their budget must be like out of this world. Incredible. And someone was putting together the side by sides. Yep. about Like from the original cartoon mm-hmm. in the early '90s there to what they're doing here. So they're they're mimicking a lot of those scenes. So all that was very familiar. And then you've got James Earl Jones yes. doing yeah. the voice of Mufasa, who also oh. voiced him in the original Lion King. Yes. I think it was '90. I want to say '92, '93. Yeah, was it 90- that long three? ago? '94 maybe. Maybe like yes like yeah
1: cinderella, not cinderella beauty and the beast came either before or after right yeah i, I think, think Beauty was first first yeah yeah okay. it was in the yeah. early 90s when yeah. there anyways i'm but, gonna
2: say 96 i'm gonna, we're gonna look that up we yeah. should all put a big 93
1: actually 93 what's
0: yeah. your guess mine was I uh, if he said 93 i'll say 94 oh it's I like think the, it was though. it's like the price <laughs> is right one dollar yeah <laughs> 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 but it's yeah it's unreal yeah. and i'm really looking forward to i guess you know, with Mufasa there, we all know where that's yeah. going, and we've all seen the Lion King. And reliving that twenty mm-hmm. some odd years later is going to be crazy.
2: Who was ninety four?
0: I was. Yeah, you won
2: yeah, by default. Man, there you go. Okay. <laughs> so
1: I, I got a question because um, I can't remember the John Favreau Jungle Book too much. I Did just they had the it, singing actually. in there. Well, you know that was there yeah. singing from the original.
0: Yeah, they do the um. What's the one with Baloo? Uh, bear necessities.
2: Yeah, the bear
1: necessities. They, they kind that. of do that in there. Oh, okay, because I'm wondering like they have to incorporate. Like can't wait to be king. Yeah, or,
2: Hakuna, or, or, or Matata. Hakuna Matata. Who, or who's playing or,
1: Nala? Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, like you. Go, but you know, and Donald of,
0: Glover is Simba. Yeah. So they're they're both singers, right? Yeah. But have you have you guys seen the Broadway show? Broadway? I have. It's oh yeah, incredible. yeah, yeah. The yeah. music's
1: fantastic. There's some original music in there no. too. Mm-hmm. I hope they'll incorporate even some of that in yeah. this film. Be it's, it's the only Broadway show L. I've seen twice. Wow. So good. Yeah. It's so good. This is and
0: like the again Seth Rogen playing Pumbaa. like The cast list is unreal. Yeah. I wanted more. I, get, I know it's a teaser trailer, right. but it's already got me like salivating for more of what yeah. this could be. This is going to be a day one watch with my daughter. We mm-hmm. we watched the Jungle Book with her. Yeah. The Jungle Book is a little scary in parts. The snake in oh, everything. for sure. You get yeah. the big yeah. snake and you've got some of the animals. They look super real. Mm-hmm. Like, we yeah. got, what is it? Um, is it Bill Murray? plays uh oh, yeah, yeah, Baloo. Yeah, Baloo. Baloo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's it's because walking in there yeah, yeah. oh really it's, i haven't yeah. seen so it so good no. scarlett johansson plays uh the Ka. snake right yeah yeah oh. it's uh it's really
1: really well can't done i can't wait to see this film
0: and i want to see scar i want to yeah. see like the hyenas that's the, <laughs> to uh
1: to chillio yeah, right? edgy ford yeah oh. that's gonna be crazy cool i like yeah. that choice yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's gonna be absolutely incredible
2: it's all like mcu people like who's beyonce gonna play in the mcu
0: I don't know, man. She <laughs> might be a bit off there. Yeah. Dazzler. <laughs> Ooh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Taylor Swift. Right? <laughs> but also debuting, not really alongside this trailer, but in the box office or at the, the movie theaters this weekend was Creed 2. I believe where's was that. Yeah, that was this Cree weekend. T, yeah. And Wreck-It Ralph was last weekend
1: or this we weekend? wreck Ralph had a head start. I think a on Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah, because yeah. the oh, Thanksgiving okay. weekend. Exactly.
0: So the box off was, was massive this week. It was one of the biggest, if not the biggest, in the history of this this long weekend here in Thanksgiving. Uh, now, we had made plans to go see Creed 2. We yeah. didn't quite get there, which kind of really disappointed me. <laughs> I still got to watch Creed 1. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I heard nothing but good things about it. It did really well, the box off. So I don't have the exact numbers. I want to say between 60 and $80 million. Wow. It did really well. Yeah. Really well well i oh. might be a bit high there but i, I Re- think that's a bit high i don't know you check that out you can be our fact <laughs> <laughs> checker <Back-checker. laughs> all right here we go and then wreck it ralph also dropped i went and did go and see that on sunday with my daughter and my wife it's absolutely fantastic guys nice. i'd get out there and see it it's full of disney or new disney era references cool. along with the you know we seen the princess scene the way that they handle the internet is really creative Can't it's wait. really well done and what's nice about it too is for whatever reason they have agreements with Google or Twitter and all that. Right. It's everything's in there. Wow. It's not like everything's fake. Right. Mm-hmm. Um your girl Gal-, Gal Gadot plays a role heard, in there as yeah. well. Um it's it's really well done. It takes it's a bit bit different from the original film, but in a good way. Okay. It yeah. really it pushes the story, it just doesn't kind of stick itself back and kind of it's it doesn't feel super familiar. But it is. You know what I mean? Bigger? It, it's bigger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, it kind of veers away from the outside of the two main characters. Right. The arcade
1: and all that. Yeah. yeah. So it
0: goes well beyond that. But it cool. handles everything really well. And particularly the Disney references. Yeah so well done there's a few moments where i'm like laughing out loud really yeah in this film it's it's really well, well
1: done cool. Cool. funnier than incredibles The like incredibles wasn't a bad film i just didn't find myself laughing as no much as it I was thought.
0: definitely funnier than incredibles. Okay. okay this okay. is better than incredibles i think Incredibles wow. two. wow okay. in, in my I opinion. praise like I praise. incredibles 2 was good yeah but to me it just didn't quite get to the same level as incredibles 1. the first one was so good the fir- yeah. yeah so this this matches if not I have to. We watched the first Wreck It Ralph with my daughter before going and seeing this, yeah. and I really like that one. Not bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is as good, I think. Cool. Like, there's awesome. no, there's no real degradation in quality. Yeah. With this, this second iteration of it, they go far enough and get big enough that they don't have to worry about you know just dealing with the smaller arcade stuff. Right. So it's going Disney, in, not
1: Pixar. This one. It's Where's... a
0: Disney, yeah, whatever Disney animation right. is. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's even a really cool reference to that in there. Oh no, way. Oh, yeah, okay. it's cool. it's very aware of what's yeah. going on nice. <laughs> in the world. It's a lot good. of fun. And then Venom also, you know, we've talked about this numerous times over the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. This thing is now over $800 million. It's going to push up against $900 million.
2: It's the highest worldwide grossing superhero origin film of all time,
0: which is is nuts. Put that in in your
2: pipe and smoke it. Isn't that crazy?
1: Yeah. It's crazy that it outdid Wonder Woman though.
2: Oh yeah. It just passed Wonder Woman. It just passed Wonder Woman. It's crazy to me. Like worldwide, like domestically, this thing is just like. 200 million, which it's, is nothing to sneeze at, but like Wonder Woman did like double that. Yeah. It's that it's
0: all like foreign markets that are just eating this up. Yeah. It's found that for whatever reason, and we've talked about this a lot before, Marvel movies have a tendency to do really well overseas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, they perform upwards of 60% of their global take is foreign. Which is different from when you look at even at Star Wars. Star Wars doesn't benefit from that. Star Wars is a very domestically focused box office. Right. Where the Marvel films, and particularly this one, you know, DC hasn't quite found that footing. Mm -hmm. Hopefully Aquaman does that, because I think it did secure a Chinese opening as well. Oh, yeah, it's opening in China before even the US. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, which is a first. Interesting. So, yeah, look to see if we can get that shift in Aquaman, because that's a difference maker for sequels, Mm -hmm. is that you don't have to have a massive domestic box office to get a sequel because yep. just this past week sony put up two mystery marvel movies into a 2020 slate and presumably one of these is venom 2 the yeah. other one might be morbius right yeah i don't know if they're gonna get the morbius out or if they're gonna have a sony film out in 2019 and other it, than um i guess no nothing i guess they'll have far from home technically
1: well yeah yeah far from home yeah because that'd be theirs. i think marvel takes a cut but it's yeah. predominantly Sony. Yeah, and that's it's and it's distributed
0: by Sony so exactly. they take a big cut of the yeah. of the the money there. But these two Marvel mystery movies so Sony's ramping up, you know, we talked last week about Morbius and the pace of all this and how we're going to see it rolled out. I'm glad they're not trying to jam something in in November of 2019. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, which they very it, well could, right? It's yeah. too tight, yeah. 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 So and then also Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. We're yeah. getting more trailers. Yes. That was in front of wreck it ralph as well cool. ralph 2 so got to see a little bit more of that they did some really cool introduction they actually the trailers were interesting because they're doing this new thing where there's a trailer and then there's another trailer and then it comes back and does like a 30 second little monologue clip of a trailer and toy story did that so there's like another toy story trailer okay built into okay. the front of wreck it ralph cool. interesting but we've already gotten our hearing that I guess is it fully confirmed that we're getting a sequel and a spin off Yeah, we're getting a
1: sequel, like a true sequel to the Spider Verse, and then yeah. we're getting a spin off featuring uh Spider Gwen, Gwen Stacy. Awesome. So awesome. and I think they're looking at I can't remember if it Haley Seinfeld, I can't remember if she's already voice acts Gwen Stacy in this movie, but if not, they're looking for her for the next okay. one. Okay. the spin off film. Man, uh, she's like
2: she's coming off Bumblebee, which is supposed to be good just, too. Yeah. Like she's blowing up. She yeah, has,
1: and, and 17 Edge of
0: 17.
2: Edge of 17. so great. good. She's so good. good in that movie. In that. Yeah. yeah. Pitch Very Perfect good. 3.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. She, yeah. Is she in that one?
0: three? She's okay. also in True cool. Grit, too, was not she? She got nominated for that. True Grit. It's a remake yeah, of, of John, course. Yeah, John, Wayne course. John. Yeah, that's Wayne the of first one. Oh, yeah, roles. with yeah. Uh, Matt Damon. No, with. Bridges. Oh, yeah, Matt Damon's in Je- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, so Sony's really building up here. I'm excited, actually, for Into the Spider Verse. You know, seeing the latest trailer. It's going to be so
2: good. I think it's
1: going to be really good. I really like the different characteristics of everybody. I mean, because they're all like Spider-Men and Spider-Women, but they're all so different from each other too. So
2: it's like the first time you're getting the multiverse on film. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Shoot. Shoot.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the latest trailer gives you a little insight so that, like, I know a bit more I'm not going to say mm-hmm. I know a bit more Because I watched that one in the theater About mm-hmm. how they're unfolding it all And it looks like Spider-Ham is going to be the, the
1: comic relief of For it sure. all of For sure Of yeah. course My daughter can't wait All she talks about is Spider-Pig I'm like, it's Spider-Ham yeah. She's like, I want <laughs> Spider-Pig I'm like, alright The Simpsons did it first <laughs> yeah. Remember the yeah. Simpsons movie? Well, Spider-Ham goes way back to the 60s Really? Like, oh yeah, way, way back like Before all these other Spider-Men we've gotten. Yeah, yeah? Oh, cool Kind of like Batmite you oh yeah yeah and, yeah, and stuff, like yeah. bat cow too yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: speaking of uh movies i got tickets to bumblebee on december 8th oh nice oh so, yeah checking that out you know they i'm happy because you know i was debating i was like i really want to see this but it comes out the same day as aquaman right now i don't have to worry about that Yeah, That's i think good. didn't isn't carlos dm going to that as well oh is he, I yes. think he saying Yeah, that. I think he's mentioned that too, yeah right? all right yeah. so i'll yeah. have to reach out and then we can hook up at the theater yeah, yeah.
0: Get a handshake in there. I think he was just recently on another local podcast. I think they do, they look back at uh, films that have been remade or something like that. Uh, I don't have the Twitter handle there, but I should do that. Maybe I'll just retweet it. But I think he made an appearance on on there this past week. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So we're going to have to get him on here. I I didn't realize he was into the podcast. All right. Yeah.
2: Another one joins us. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, because we gotta, we got to go to his house and check it out. Yeah. Preferably so, when he's there. Yeah, you can't be
0: creepy about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, stepping into Aquaman, stepping into the news for Maybe this Maybe you could week. say diving into the oh, news. Whoa. You like let's, that? Let's, let's dive in, my oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> so Aquaman, we got our first reaction. The film is less than a month away. The world premiere was last night. Yeah. And as you mentioned, I think last week you said that we're going to get the first reaction so the social media first reactions are what come out first Mm -hmm. generally with this they're allowed to release kind of that 200 word description or not really spoiling anything but kind of giving their first impression of the film Mm -hmm. now overall the response seems positive which is good some of the bigger comments is about the visuals is about how it feels more like a marvel phase one film i think that's meant as a compliment more than anything (laughs) that this like that it's i've heard a lot too that it's wild crazy ass bonkers yeah 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 like and they just it, a, go for it a lot of credits given to james wan by people reviewing this as well as jason momoa for embracing that character awesome. so all very mm-hmm. positive things and things that if you go back a couple of episodes we were talking about like james wan and and um i always forget his name jason I momoa. Momoa, always yep. forget it um they're the ones that need to drive this and they're the yes. ones that need to be in that, that driver's seat and it seems like from these first reactions that it's, it's very positive. Now, what did you guys' takes on these first reactions? More so the Marvel Phase 1 and the wild-ass, crazy, bonkers film that it is.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, you
0: know, it's kind of nice to
2: get these positive reactions. Um, last couple DC films haven't really had that, to be honest with you. I remember sitting waiting for Batman v Superman, and then I saw the tomato score, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. And Suicide Squad, I think we had, like, a podcast that day, and we looked, and I was like, what, it's the same as Batman v Superman? Even though, you know, to this credit, I I both I enjoyed both those movies. So it is just kind of nice to get that kind of validation, I guess. Um, see what I see. I still haven't seen the film, so maybe I'll go in and hate it. Uh, I doubt Doubtful. it. but <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's exciting. Um, I'm super excited for this movie. I think it's going to be a big hit. And I really want this to do well. I want a sequel. I want a trilogy of Aquaman. And, you know, I just want this DC universe to keep going. Um, the Marvel Phase 1 film, that's kind of weird to me. It's like, okay, not every film has to be compared to Marvel whenever like, a DC film comes out. It's either compared to Marvel or The Dark Knight. And it's like, you know, just let it be its own thing. Um, Compare it to Green Lantern, maybe. Say it's way better than Green Lantern. <laughs> or... <laughs>
0: I think that the Phase 1 thing is more of a... In style and tone, right. more than anything. How it feels as an origin story. And I think most of those films... To me, are are really well done. Like mm-hmm. Phase One mm-hmm. had Iron Man One, yeah, the First Avenger, Thor One is I still think is is relatively good, yeah. Uh, Iron Man Two, so there, yeah, there is some hits and misses in there, but I think generally what it's saying is that it's fun, it's bright, it mm-hmm. kind of just throws everything at the wall. It 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 feels to me like maybe an upscale four. Oh, yeah. yeah. That that sort of vibe. You know, fish out of water, maybe not so much, but maybe fish back in water. I don't know. (laughs) That's kinda weird. Yeah, no, (laughs) I like it. But yeah, what do what do you think of the the crazy, kind of wild aspect of it? Do you think it's gonna be from just the descriptions, do you think it's gonna be too much?
1: I don't think so. I think we're all ready for it. Whether you're Um, a DCU fan or not, I think we're ready for something different. And it's refreshing that we're hearing like Good chatter because this is the first time I think Wonder Woman was pretty quiet, but everything else was like, "Oh, this isn't so good. This isn't doing so well." But this is like, people are saying like, "This is like the prince of the new DCU," which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm totally psyched. Um, Jason Momoa has been great. You know, he's been a champion throughout this whole thing. He's really trying to push this film, which is really cool to see because apart from Gal Gadot, we haven't really seen anybody else. Really embrace the DCU, mm-hmm. kind of mascot it around. Yeah. Like Ben Affleck's kind of been whatever. Yeah, Henry Cavill's been okay. Maybe
2: uh, what's your name? Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn a bit with
1: yeah, uh, a little bit. But yeah. I really feel like Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa really yeah. embody this and kind of taking it like a Chris Evans. Yeah, or, exactly. You know, like know what Chris I mean? Or Jr. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I, it's actually got me a lot more excited now. Like I'm down to see this film. Um, I've even heard we're getting a little bit of like that Simbad, like the old school Sinbad movies. Nice. A little bit of that in here, that flavor. So I can't wait, man. This is good. Yeah. Well, is good and
2: uh, the original Mary Poppins, Julie Andrews, is making a cameo. So she shunned Mary Poppins to be in this. So that should tell you everything you need to know about which movie you want to see <laughs> on December 21st.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's overall exciting news. The thing I like about the, the wild and crazy explanation of it, that's what they call Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, when it right first came right. out, they yeah. said this is different. This is kind of crazy. You know, you got yeah. a tree, you got a raccoon in this. Yeah. This, I'm getting that very similar vibe from what they're talking about: visual spectacle, kind of just out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. they kind of throw everything at the wall. They're talking about being the most comic book DC film adaptation cool. to yeah. date. So we have to walk in with those expectations, right? This isn't gonna be your Iron Man one. It's gonna be aquaman one exactly it's going to be its own thing and i think Mm -hmm. more to your point sanjay let's judge it that way as its own thing we don't we have a tendency to always fall back to the mcu and i'm probably one of the ones that are are the worst (laughs) for that because there's to me a foundation there but let's look at this as dc building up its own thing Mm -hmm. if aquaman can stand alone yeah you're always going to have those relative comparisons but if it can stand on its own there it can be this fun visual spectacle we'll also kind of move forward the character of aquaman introduce you to some new elements and just like enjoy itself yeah i think that will be considered a success and i'm already seeing this like this positivity as it rolls through through twitter Mm -hmm. the rotten tomato score i'm feeling like a mid 80s i'd be happy with it like, yeah, you know yeah. something like that that's what i'm getting the vibe from here yeah um there's some downers some people that are underwhelmed by it all because this thing has been hyped a bit by particularly jason Momoa because he's yeah. out there waving that flag oh yeah, yeah. but it, it's exciting to see that the first reactions are positive that's mm-hmm. that's a really good first sign yeah for films here especially when considering you know the previous iterations, not iterations, but the previous DC Extended Universe films haven't been met with the same type of praise outside of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm excited.
2: I mean, I, I just I just can't wait to see it. You know, I want to see more DCEU films and like bring on Shazam, bring on Wonder Woman 84, bring on The Joker, which yeah. is still a DC film, but not like DCEU. I just, I just want to see, you know, keep building. And like DC, the one thing is they haven't made like a, a really like amazing film outside the Trinity. Yeah, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, all three of them have excellent, amazing films. Outside of that, they've really struggled making films. I mean, Swamp Thing was like a long time ago, and that wasn't that good. It was aight for its time, but now it's just like Power Rangers, like even like lower budget. (laughs) Uh, Green Lantern, Suicide Squad, say what you will about it. To me, it's just average. It's not amazing. It's not the worst movie, but like that's kind of it. Like they don't really have... Well, Watchmen. Watchmen, but that's like... I guess like Watchmen V for Vendetta, but that's not like really like DC core yeah, characters. Yeah. It's more like Vertigo. Like right. like like the Constantine, which was it was just okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they changed so much of that guy too. Well, what
1: a turnaround though, right? Because if you go back this time last year, roughly maybe a bit before, is Justice League. Yeah, and like everybody was kind of going in like heads down. But yeah, here it's like a total positive spin, and mm-hmm. it's crazy because like you look at the Marvel films; these movies are coming out what every two well every three four or five months or so yeah whereas we haven't had a dc film for since justice league like for a whole yeah. year over a year over yeah. a year which is yeah. kind of cool because i guess like if you didn't like justice league that's you've kind of forgotten about that film and you can now have like a, a fresh restart and get back into this universe whereas yeah. before i would have been like i don't know if you don't have a film coming up until you know at yeah. least another three four months after justice league kind of worried about it but
2: yeah I don't know. things that, seem to be working out that's a good point because i think this was originally supposed to come out in october yeah I think yeah so. and yeah. it's a
0: good thing it moved because then it would have been up against venom yeah, I yeah. think it, it sat there until they said Star Wars wasn't coming out. Yeah. In December, and they yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah,
2: hey, we'll take that. Thank you very much, <laughs> Star yeah. Wars, because you're scared of Jason yeah. Momoa. That's fine. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> Did you guys see him when he came to the Calgary Comic Expo? Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's super nice, super friendly. Cool. I, I should have got
0: something signed, maybe. Mighty intimidating, though. <laughs> 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 no, I think if, if DC can string together a good few films, and like when you rattle them off there, I'm, had the wheels spin in my head here, you get Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman eighty four, and the Joker over the next year or so. Yeah, yeah. Those are four films that I am actually really excited about. Yeah. Shazam's still top of my list. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think it's going to be something special. But if they can pull those together, okay, we can really start to forget about some of the missteps, and that's okay. Missteps are fine. You mm-hmm. can go back in Phase One missteps. You know, you see them all over the place, but. If DC can find their footing here and get into "quote unquote" their Phase Two films or yeah. late Phase Two films, we could start to see this Winter Soldier effect, right? Yes. Where yeah. point forward from Winter Soldier, there's not a bad MCU film. Yeah. No. And the way they're lining things up here, we're looking more in that direction than we are the other way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And like a lot of people always say, like, oh, like compared to Marvel, it's not doing so well. But I was like, yo, Marvel's the king. Like they're like killing it. Everything they've been in the game for ten years, you know, and they've made like like twenty billion dollars or something crazy like that. But, like, okay, take them out of the equation. Name another successful cinematic universe. There
0: That's, isn't one. There isn't one. It's Star Wars? really. Yeah. Like, Star is, but would kind you. Of thing. Kind of, but, like. It's not, not in the same vein that the comic book ones are.
2: Yeah, it would be, like, kind of like if they did Luke first and then a Chewy film and then they gave you, like, episode four. Yeah. You know, like, DC's kind of, like, running second place right now, but, I mean, there's no third place. Like, the Monsters universe is gone. Like, it's extremely hard to get a connected universe going. Marvel made it look easy, but DC's like, you know, here's our step. And then maybe that's why it's difficult, because Marvel was the first one to do it. We say X-Men, though? I mean, Logan? I guess you could say X-Men, but they're coming to an end, right? Like. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, they're done now. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Dark
2: Phoenix, who's that excited for that film? <laughs> I, I, like, I, I want to see it, but yeah. I, I'm not like, yay. Yeah.
0: But, but look at the pacing here, though. You know, you just mentioned it, Troy. We haven't had a DC film for a year. Yeah, yeah, right. And then they—we're not going to get. We had. I think when's Shazam? It's April. F- April. So it's four months. And then they pushed out Wonder Woman to 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got Joker. Joker. Joker yeah. yeah. So if you look at how they're now pacing themselves, they're not rushing things. Like they didn't mm. rush Aquaman to be six months after Justice League. Exactly. Yeah, right? They took their time with these things. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think it's going to benefit that breather that they took after Justice League because Batman v Superman kind of tumbled out. Yeah. the Justice League stumbled out behind it. Yeah. It did a little bit better. And then you had this kind of running start with with Wonder Woman and all that. Mm-hmm. And now that they've sold the pace, now it's to build that momentum. A lot of metaphors in there, Tim. But <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all positive stuff. You know, speak, And continue to talk about um, the DC Extended Universe here, Justice League. Yes. Release the Snyder cut. Right. Let's Snyder is going. is fueling this. Is he yeah. not? Yeah. Yeah. He's stoking the fires. He's a smart man. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's been on social media. Social media. Is, there's some weird social media. That he's on. Uh, Vero. I think Vero. he's like one of the like founders of it. I joined it. It's something like the
2: first million people get it free, but then after that you got to pay for it.
0: Yeah. So. It's is it kind of like a weird Twitter?
2: It's kind of like Twitter meets Instagram. Like okay. It's pretty cool. I, I don't use it that often. I used it because I think that's where he released like the first Justice League trailer.
0: And that's what he's he's releasing all these photos, right? Yeah. Um, he's teasing what could have been in the Justice League. Oh, man. Yeah. Now, one photo he did release was one of Darkseid. That's right, yeah. That's right. The big the, baddie. A bell can't be unrung. Mm-hmm. So he is giving, or at least, like I said, stoking the fires, adding a little gasoline here, and alluding to the fact that Justice League was meant to be a lot more than it was.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean just look at that first trailer compared to the last trailer we got at Comic Con.
0: Yeah? Totally different tone. Yeah. No, what do you what do you think though of Darkseid being in the Justice League? Could that have worked? You know, was it did Jell Sweden take him out? Is uh, how th- did the story change or how do you think that story could have adapted Darkseid into it to make it flow a little differently? Like throw something out on the table for me. All right. Well, I actually heard something that goes all the way back to Suicide Squad. And
2: David Ayer was talking, saying that in Suicide Squad, the original plan was that Enchantress would be the one who brings uh, Steppenwolf into Earth. Okay. And so the Suicide Squad stops Enchantress from doing that. So they think they saved the world, but it's only temporary. And then in Justice League, he comes into the Earth. So, like, Suicide Squad was supposed to, like, have parademons in it and was supposed to be connected to, like, the rest of the film. So, that makes sense. Yeah, like, that would have been so cool. And check out some of the concept art. It is just fantastic. Like, it's, it's so much cooler than, like, the final film we got, which, again, is just okay. But uh, Justice League, absolutely. I think, like, uh, Snyder released a picture of a turkey on Thanksgiving and yeah. it had, like, the timer at two hours. And he said just about another hour left or so. So he's alluding to the fact that his cut would have been three hours. And like, the thing is they cut so much and they dropped it down to two hours. They did the same thing with BVS. They made it two and a half instead of three hours. I just don't know, man. Like he obviously shot all this stuff. Let's just give it to the fans. And like, even if it's not finished, I just want to see what he wanted. And, you know, I don't necessarily think even if it comes out and it's like a hundred times better than what you got in justice league that I think maybe that's the problem. Cause then fans would be like, let's go with this canon route. But then WB is like, no, we're just going to go with this canon route. Do you think there is a Snyder Cut? Oh, 100% there is. I have no doubt in my mind there's Snyder Cut. Just some, like, some of the people um, that have worked on the film and had done um, the actors, uh, the storyboard artists, and people who are working on the editing, they've all confirmed, come out and said that, yeah, like we shot the stuff. The CGI may not be 100% complete, but like people that work on v- uh, special effects companies showed like scenes of like the flash you know when he's like poking the glass yeah that was in a trailer that was in yeah. the trailer and the scene was iris west was going to get hit by a car and he sees that and flash breaks the glass by doing that and then right. saves her and and this the scene was like all vs all uh, all special effects were like in like prelim stage mm-hmm. but like he released that online and i saw it so i i know it's there and just release it, man.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, see, I'm different. And I and I wish there was, at least in my opinion. I don't feel like they'd finished it. I feel like if they would have, they would have given it to us. Because if you go back to Watchmen, if you go back to BVS, they didn't do one for Suicide Squad, I don't think, but they've given us these extended editions when mm-hmm. they have it. Yeah. I feel like their, the relationship between Snyder and WB kind of fell off at some point. Obviously, he had that tragic incident with his, with his daughter. Mm-hmm. But I think there was kind of something rocky between them anyways because they kind of pushed him to get this film out faster right after the events of BVS, right? Yeah. So, and then he started getting talks with Josh Whedon because the whole thing's weird, right? Because Josh Whedon originally was hired on to do Batgirl, right? Yeah. Remember that? And then he came back now to help um, Snyder yeah. with the BVS, or not the BVS, the Justice League film. And now we haven't heard anything about Batgirl and there's no, like, Josh Whedon. Uh, he he, at he, all, he right? dropped out of Batgirl. Yeah, yeah, apparently. So, um. but anyways, yeah, I don't think there is because if, we, if there was some of that stuff, we would have seen it. Um, you mentioned that scene with uh with Flash, which yeah. makes sense, and we also had like the, it's a the cyborg things too, the cyborg a thing, but there's also the Henry Cavill stuff they released too when he yep. does have like the black suit or mm-hmm. there's little bits of stuff like that. But oh, all yeah. in all, I don't think there's enough to give us a full Snyder cut because yeah. I really feel if there was, we would have gone that. Now.
2: But but I feel like his take would have been so differently. They feel like it would have confused fans because like I think he real originally had like planned that Superman would stay bad.
1: Yeah, I I, I totally wish there was. Yeah. Like, I think it'd be pretty cool for sure.
0: I, I part of me agrees that there isn't a full Snyder cut out there. I don't think they chopped the film down from a completed two and a half hour film or three hour film, but they didn't include some stuff that was shot. So I guess the Snyder cut would be a kind of a mishmash of unfinished things, maybe story threads that didn't get a a full feature. Um, on the film didn't really get ironed out the way that they could have so a Snyder Cut may be more confusing you may get to a point where you could add in some deleted scenes maybe give yourself an extra 20 minutes 15 minutes or whatever but I really don't see them releasing a 3 hour Justice League Cut because I don't think it exists
1: Yeah, and it'd be too expensive even if they were to take that footage mm-hmm. and finish it up it'd be so expensive. They'd also probably finish up like Henry Cavill's face too, right? Like that's so much money on (laughs) Blu-rays, right?
2: Right. And I, you know, I think, uh, I think like they shot it. I just don't think the special effects were there and I don't think they're going to like spend the money to save it, but I don't think fans even care. Like I had, I had suggested like, what if they did an animated one where like you just bring in, um, Zack Snyder come in and say, okay, this is what, you know, we could have done and it would have been cheaper. Animated films cost what? Three mil
0: what could have been
2: you know like it's, it's gonna be like the the like lost Ark of the covenant or something like someone's gonna find it in the wb vault or like there'll be a movie about it years from now of like people
0: breaking in from wb <laughs> to like watch this film the death of justice league yeah. <laughs> yeah. well i guess well, one one place that dark side could show up is in this is another movie we kind of forgot about that's on the slate is ava duvernay's new gods girl got paid today yeah girl got
2: paid yeah she signed a hundred million dollar deal with wb
1: really yeah wow. to do
0: multiple projects
2: so Oh, multiple projects yeah hundred million a hundred million I was wondering,
1: that's interesting because i mean you know she's coming from disney with a wrinkle in time which didn't mm-hmm. perform that well i'm yeah. surprised that wb was like yeah. Who cares? I
2: think this is like TV shows for the streaming service as well and movies as well. So they must see something. Yeah. Writing. Yeah. Directing. But I mean, yeah, I'd like to be on her like secret Santa. I hope she like pulled me this year because you get something pretty sweet.
1: (laughs) Wow. That's huge. Yeah. Good for her.
0: Pretty wild. Well, it's interesting to see. We'll see where this, the release of Santa Cut ends up at some point in time here. I don't think we're going to get something, but maybe we'll get a re-release with some new updated deleted scenes He's really kind of poking the bear here a little yeah. bit. So I we'll mean, see what happens. Here's the thing. all. The, so, some people
2: online have been saying, like, you know, I support Snyder. I'm going to boycott Aquaman because, like, WB did Snyder dirty. And I, I kind of see that. But here's the thing, okay? If, if Aquaman is a big hit, I'm talking, like, 800, 900 million, there is no way WB is going to, like, cancel this universe. Snyder is a producer on Aquaman. And the only chance you can get Snyder to come back and make another DC movie is if everything else is a success. So, you know, they, like, make a Cyborg movie. I think uh, Snyder would be amazing to direct that.
1: So, you're saying if Aquaman is a big success, they will bring back Snyder to do some of their project?
2: I don't think he'll do Justice League or, like, a really, like, big one, but I could totally see them saying, okay, um, Ray Fisher, who plays Cyborg, and him are, like, really good friends and close. You know, the, they're going to try other projects. Aquaman's a success. Let's do Cyborg. Let's do Flash. Let's do, I don't know, let's do
1: Cheetah. Let's do whatever. But you're saying Snyder will be involved. I, he's
2: a producer right now and you know i i think i may be a producer in name
1: only yeah so i think kind of like nolan was to yeah, i mean steal, you right. see
2: the uh in wonder woman the cruel and unusual punishment is like on the posters and on everything and he goes to the premieres and stuff so you know he he definitely has some say because he cast jason momoa he cast amber heard yeah and um so i i could see i could see you know i don't have any inside knowledge obviously but i could see snyder coming back to do a cyborg film of any film on, on the slate he would be perfect for that
1: was it the same baseball three strikes you're out <laughs> i don't think so i don't think so because i mean and i love man of steel but mm-hmm. after the success of man of steel bvs justice league i feel like they were very much done i feel like they were done with uh snyder after bvs but yeah. they had so much already done with um justice league that they had to push it out and Kind of passed it on passed it on to Josh I, I
2: think they panicked, and I think they I think they changed suicide squad based on the reaction from Batman v Superman, and yeah, suicide Squad was a hit. There's no denying it was a financial hit.
1: yeah Well, so, I think
0: for me, Snyder needs to separate himself from d c because he's
1: so. always
0: he's always going to be that guy that did Batman v Superman and Justice League, which yeah. I have my issues with and all that, and I know Snyder he's done some other things that are quite good, mm-hmm. but he needs to go and do something different, yeah. And then if he ends up back in the universe someday, fine. But he needs to disassociate himself from all of this. He needs to stop posting this stuff. Like, I think it's great for the fans and all that. But go do something different. (laughs) And then, like, show a different side of yourself, a different type of film, a different type of directing or visualization, whatever. He's great at that. But it's time for him to take a step back, figure out what he wants to do as far as filmmaking, next steps, if he's if he's gonna continue filmmaking I don't even know if he's gonna do that
1: well he did a little film a little while back with a smartphone I believe oh like yeah it's a, like a five minute short yeah it's like a little thing yeah like that's his most recent thing Oh,
0: I think he's
2: remaking the fountainhead or not the fountainhead maybe the fountainhead it's it's like a book I
0: don't know <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> so it's one of them books it's one
2: of them books um, I, I can't remember the name but it, it looks kind of interesting I'm there for whatever Snyder does like if Snyder wants to make a movie adaptation of the phone book I'm there <laughs>
0: Sanjay, <laughs> the staunch supporter.
2: <laughs> I love your passion. A one auto body, a two auto body. Like, oh, it's so good.
0: <laughs> oh, did you see? There's did you no see? color? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, gentlemen, I think we're gonna do right now. We're gonna put a pin in that Justice League talk. We're gonna take a little bit of a break, and you're gonna hear from our dude Mark Godsey again. He is promoting his Patreon here a little bit, promoting his new Movie Club podcast. So make sure to listen to this. They will be dropping, I believe, a Terminator 1 and 2. I believe they just recorded that for November. It was a time travel theme. So have a listen to Mark here, and you'll be able to kind of catch on to where you can find his new podcast, what's going on there. And then we'll be back with actually a different type of question from Grabs this week. So stay tuned. We will be right back.
3: Hey, Nerd Room listeners, I'm Mark. Tim, Troy, and Sanjay have offered me one minute of their show to tell you about my show, Mark Godsiff's Movie Club. This is a podcast that grew out of my Patreon campaign, where the community would nominate and vote for a movie to watch together each month. And then we'd gather together for a roundtable podcast and break down what we loved and maybe what we didn't love about films like Batman vs. Superman, Doing a Justice, The Matrix, and The Shining, and so on. If you would like to be a part of that, then search for Mark Godziff's Movie Club in iTunes, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find us there. Or become an active member of the Patreon community. Join the conversation, join the Movie Club at patreon.com forward slash Mark Godziff. We'd love to have you as a part of our clan. Anyway, back to the guys. Thanks, Tim, Troy and Sanjay. Have a good show.
0: All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Mark, for giving us a little bit of insight into what you're doing. Now, we're going to jump into Grabs' question from this week, and this takes a little bit of a different form that it has in the past in the sense that Grabs did propose to the Star Wars Commonwealth a different style of question for each podcast to answer. So if you listen to the other Star Wars podcasts from the Commonwealth, Tumbling Sabre has done it, Talk Stars has done it, picked it up. I think San Diego Sabres picked it up as well. Um, we're doing a Star Wars Commonwealth Knight question. So if you're a knight of the Commonwealth, you're someone that has a real positive contribution to some or one or all of the shows in the Star Wars Commonwealth. And what Grabs is constructed here is he's asked each knight to submit a monthly question. And each podcast will take a shot at answering this throughout the month. Mm-hmm. So the first one here for the Star Wars Commonwealth Knights question of the month comes in the form of, of course, Star Wars. And the question reads, now again, coming from Grabs, with Star Wars Episode Nine a little over a year away, every Star Wars fan is in full speculation mode. We all have things we'd love to see in the final installment, but I see a huge focus on the things we don't want to see. For example, Reylo, Force Ghost Jamborees, The Salvation of Ben Solo. These are just a couple of the major please don'ts of Episode Nine. My question is, looking back at both the OT and prequels, what were some of the please don'ts of their final installments that made it into the film and didn't make it? Which scenes do you think were not wanted by the general audiences, but now years later are beloved? Finally, do you think it's possible to have any of the please don'ts be in episode nine and have it change your mind if it's done correctly? So... Let's unpack that a little bit. A little bit of focus around the please don'ts. It's more
2: packed than Troy's Black Friday shopping bag.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So this focuses on some of the please don'ts and how fans going into these films were thinking, I don't want to see this at all, but maybe it came out on the better side of things. Now, the OT and even for us, the prequels is a little harder to to commentate on because Mm -hmm. we weren't really around and now we're looking at the third installment so we're looking at Return of the Jedi Revenge of the Sith and now finally episode nine let's try to just maybe brainstorm some things just off the top of our heads what do you think going in now that we have this kind of hindsight this 2020 vision on what the OT and prequels turned out to be let's maybe focus on Revenge of the Sith what do you think going into this were some of the uh the please don'ts that actually made it into the film
1: please don't that made it into revenge yeah into revenge. episode six yeah
2: um, episode three, the three. Uh, episode th- oh the, yeah. the prequels yeah, yeah. Oh, okay um that made it into the film
0: yeah something something oh i'm trying to think There's um the... probably
2: like some sand talk <laughs> no, that's, that's <laughs> that's, that's they wanted three. to come back <laughs> build that sandcastle
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's tough to have that perspective right yeah because you know, the way that, that we've podcasted over the last couple of years is we're so heavily invested in the build up to the films. That's right. That we do have a tendency to build this kind of, I would say, maybe headcanon around what we want to be in the film, what we don't want to be in the film. But maybe take a, looking at the OG, oh, what about going into the third and final installment and people saying, please don't let Vader be Luke's father? in like so coming off of empire strikes back you yeah. get this like the biggest reveal in cinematic oh, history okay but now we're like and but people like have that mentality right, being right, like right. no he's lying i don't want he can't right be. yeah you okay yeah so that's... think of it from that perspective right. like do you think people going into return of the jedi were thinking please don't let that be vaders or please don't let luke be vader's son and then that turned out to be one of the like like i said one of the greatest cinematic reveals of all time yes. and mm-hmm. then it really evolved the story into something different and that's bigger. Right. And so I think that that might be one of them where you have something crazy happen and then it actually turns out to be, you know, one of the best threads
1: yes. ever yeah. in the yeah. history of cinema, in my opinion. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I guess you could kind of be like, uh, I, I'm just throwing it out there because I love Revenge of the Sith. It's, it's my top three, but you could kind of throw out there like, please don't let this be the way the Jedi Purge went, you know, because yeah. that's all we knew at that point. We're like, really? Like, that was it? Like, Order 66 took place? Anakin killed a few younglings. We didn't really get to see them dive in, but now we got like Charles soul's book, which he's going around and yes. done all these great things. And like, it's more than a movie; you really get to go in, like issue to issue of Anakin go for Darth Vader going around doing the whole Jedi purge himself. So, wow, and man, you're dark.
2: You want to you want to see all those kids just getting mauled? No no, no, no kids. No, that's <laughs> fine. Like, just throw it down. Like, you heard it here first, Troy the boy.
1: <laughs> No, but I guess that's kind of the only thing I can get out of revenge. I mean, if I was to go back to, like, say, episode one, I could be like, please don't kill, or maybe you shouldn't have killed Darth Maul. Yeah. But I don't know. I think, I guess that doesn't really work. Never maybe, mind. maybe, Scratch please, that one.
2: please don't kill Padme.
1: You had to. You though. had to, yeah. Padme had to bite it.
2: But maybe they could have had, like, an awkward divorce. And then they, you know, they would have had like shared custody of the kids. Can't know the kids are around. <laughs> maybe please don't show her giving birth. Maybe people didn't want to see that. I don't know.
0: It's <laughs> not <Sound> really explicit.
2: <laughs> well, no, but like maybe they thought like the kids would come like later on when he's like all Dorothy instead of when he's all Anakinny. <laughs> Darthy, <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy and Anakin. I'm, I'm gonna throw one,
0: one more out for the prequel sort of revenge. Cool. And I'm I'm trying to think back to my 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 state there is maybe please don't let vader show up in the last two seconds of the film
1: oh okay you know what i
0: mean like i know it's anakin's story Mm -hmm. but maybe i don't know maybe in hindsight maybe i wanted vader earlier on in the film i wanted the twist or the turn earlier on because a lot of that happens towards the back end of the film and i think revenge of the sith is really well constructed i'm not trying to tear it down or anything like that but i'm trying to put myself in that that mind frame was that we know Vader's coming. Yeah.
1: We want more of them sooner. Well, that's the thing with that one because the way it was uh, marketed back then too was like, I thought we were going to get like a lot more Vader, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vader was on everything back then. Like so the I final thought, scene, him on right? that thing, right? Yeah. Rising up. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, the thing is with the prequels and I love them, but you could have always been like Anakin's age and Attack of the Clones should have kind of been where it started, you know? So like you should have never really seen Anakin as a kid. You should have yeah. seen him maybe as a teen. That's where it should have started. And then episode two, he should have yes. been like, like the Jedi Knight, and then episode three, he really should have been like pretty much Vader yeah. mm-hmm. at that point. I guess you could, oh, I, as a kid too, I also would have said um, the podcast, or not the podcast, the pod race. <laughs> yeah. The pod race, I was like, oh, I don't really want to see like, you know, these space like races. And yeah. then like later on, I'm like, no, I love them. I think they turned out pretty cool. And that's kind of something I wish we would kind of pick back up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some kind of new continuity. We we haven't the, touched about that. The
2: llama races on Kanto Bike. Oh, <laughs> there's kind of the same thing, oh. right? <laughs> let's not ending story. Now it's worth it. It's like you just took off his harness. They're just gonna get captured again. And your whole resistance is gonna get defeated. Oh, but you, sa- you save three horselings or whatever they are. Terrible.
0: Hey, do what you can, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's talk about this this in the sense of kind of episode nine now. Okay. So do you think it's possible to have any please don'ts be in episode nine and have it and have it change your mind if it's done correctly. So, yes. is there things that can be that we think could be included from our please don't list that if if executed well by JJ J. Abrams, we could probably get on board with it.
2: Yes. What? Kylo and Ren have a baby.
0: And that <laughs> baby grows up to be you're know, the dark that's the raylo
2: that's the raylo and they have a baby and that baby turns out to be darth vader like 2.0
0: you think that you think that because that's one of the big please don'ts right oh for sure do you do you think that that there's any possible way to execute that
2: properly people will be so mad if that happens like just knowing the climate in today's world Sun should be. <laughs> yeah i called it people be throwing popcorn at me be like you you, you wanted, wanted this, J.J. Yeah. Abrams. listened. he took yeah. your advice.
0: Um, yeah, I don't think that's ever gonna happen. No, um, I but, don't think it can be executed. From my perspective, I don't think that could be executed properly. That I would be on board with it. I just no there's way. Not, there's, n- I don't think so. They, the problem is, is they if they're gonna do something like that, they would have to have built into it a little bit. Like it's, it's not there.
1: Yeah, I don't think.
2: Well, you know. Um, they did have the fourth
1: date. Yeah, yeah. right. But, like ray would have had to gone off at least with Kylo at the end of Episode Eight. at yeah. least not even like interested him. Just like she joined him and or then saved could, him or something. Exactly. Then you could time gap and say like they've yeah. become an item. How since.
2: about any other person dying? Like not just raylo but like maybe like a Finn. Yeah. They so, like, not. It, please don't. Because, because like don't they kill te- Finn. please don't because they
1: teased it on
0: Episode Eight.
2: That's close. My uh, heart was racing. I thought he was yeah. gone.
1: I thought he was gone. My heart was like Yeah, yeah it's nuts. He so saved. can they
0: can they execute? So let's say one of Sanjay's please don't hear is don't kill Finn. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that they could kill him and if it's executed well, you'd be on board with it?
1: Yeah, because he had a baby with ray uh, <laughs> So that child grows up to become a Jedi, yeah. That'd be
2: sick. No, <laughs> man, it's just like star babies just they what? all they all have they all have babies and then that's gonna be the next episode oh, okay oh, i see what okay. you're saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like, is that a cartoon yeah. <laughs> it's like Jeez. the
0: muppets babies but star wars
1: yeah uh, what do you got
0: i don't know like a couple of things i was thinking was one of the things for me is, is please don't waste finn yes um, yes um i don't want them to do that and I don't really know where I'm going this, as far as this question, but I want to throw that out there because <laughs> I want to make sure that Finn gets a proper arc because yeah. I don't think there's a way to do this film correctly in the absence of Finn. Yeah. I don't know. But another one for me is, you know, I don't want to see Ray turn to the dark side.
1: Oh, okay. See, yeah.
0: I think that would work. But I this one to it out there yeah. because if it's done properly mm-hmm. and you don't I, – like I don't know where you get – your main antagonist from like i don't want a swap
2: no they should switch yeah no i don't
0: because i don't think i agree with with grabs here i don't think there is a redemptive arc for i don't even say ben zolo for kylo ren or anything like that right i don't think it's you can build that into the story anymore i know vader was redeemed Mm -hmm. but was he (laughs) (laughs) we all love him now the content that we've gotten from Every author from Rogue One, from the, the Charles Soule book,
1: from Revenge of the Sith, yeah. like, is this human redeemable? Well, you know what? You bring up a good point. So if you're going back to Please Don't, Please Don't Redeem Vader, yeah. they do. Episode 9 is a now a good chance to bring back Anakin, Force Ghost, and, and flesh that out a little bit more. Yeah. like Give us a little bit more of that insight of like what his thought process is now, like what has he been doing this whole time as a force ghost that's earned him the right to become a force ghost yeah right so i mean there's there's a little something there but you're right they haven't given us anything really mm-hmm. like you go back you're kind of like oh, yeah you kind of did some like, questionable things well, right yeah, <laughs> he, you know he saved his son he defeated the emperor brought balance for time
0: but he also killed thousands of people yeah. presumably yeah. right slaughtered children he Family just had his lightsaber there, and the yeah. children ran into it. Okay. I guess from a certain point of view, he brought peace and security. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> <his empire>. But <laughs> I don't. I do. I don't. For me, right now, I don't know if there's a way they can execute a Kylo Ren Redemptive Arc. What about bringing back Luke Skywalker? Please don't. Oh. It's got to be. Could they in the flesh or Force goes Uh, flesh. Mm.
2: I don't think so. Mm. Just, I think, don't I think do the that. comic
1: solidified it, right? More yeah. so than even the movie, like the, the comic that came out. Yeah. But um, back to the... I would love, love to see Rey go to dark. I would love to see her, like... You know how Luke's kind of like, it's time for the Jedi yeah. to end, yada, yada. If Rey was like, it's time for all force users to go. Like, I'm taking out Kylo and any other force babies that come. Like, I just... Hey, they haven't shown enough of her to do it to become completely dark. But if she took that upon herself to just, like, wipe out all force-sensitive... I I don't know. I, well, I told the you thing bored. with yeah, with her I'd going dark,
0: I agree. I said a couple of weeks ago that I want episode nine. I want to tear everything down. Yeah. Because I guess here's another please don't that maybe they can do it correctly is please don't end it the same way that Jedi ends. Yes. I want them to tear this whole universe down, mm-hmm. and do something crazy. Personally, I think it'd be it'd be wild to see Kyle and Ray both die. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. Yes. That'd be awesome. I can just that is where your balance comes from. You remove these two individuals. Then there's no force. Well there's force, but not in the Jedi Sith way. Right. I know Kyle's not really a Sith, but take away that those monikers, take away the religious aspect of it. Right. And have Broomboy and have like, cleaning like, clean up Boy. the force. Yeah. <laughs> have the force be I don't know, give it a, a bump away from all of this. Around like around away from the, the the monastery, the religion, all this. Right. And and have it be something different. And could you do that with Ray going crazy or... There's a way to execute this, I think, right. where you can kill both of them. Yeah, I'm down and, with that. And have it be crazy. Because we, we've made fun of stuff in the past, and I think the end of Daredevil was the most recent one, where I don't want this... Like, I love Jedi, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong but the freeze frame at the end where the, everyone's laughing and you get the force goes in the back I don't want episode 9 to end like that no clapping like, from Billy Dewey. Like, <laughs> like I it's it's a great way to cap off that trilogy yeah. that was the storytelling of the time and I think Lucas executed that very well yeah but I don't think we need to end on a happy no we mm-hmm. need to end on something you know you have Finn you have Poe that you can work with there yeah. but I guess my please don't here is don't end on a happy note, right? And or maybe end on a happy note, but in a different sense,
1: right? Because we eventually ended on a horrible note, obviously, yeah. And then uh, Return turned the Jedi was on yeah. a bright note, but
0: so. I don't think we can end this film. And maybe they can, maybe they can execute this, and it, it might change my mind. Yeah. But can they end the film with Ray, Finn, Poe, Lando, um, with a Luke Skywalker force ghost? So you can Luke, Luke and Yoda force ghosts over their shoulders the same way they ended Jedi. Like, can you end Episode Nine that way?
2: Freeze
1: frame. I and don't think like so.
2: High fiving. Yeah. Do yeah. Saved by the bell. <laughs> oh yeah! Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know. That's 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 interesting, man. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. I don't know how you do it.
0: And I don't know if you can. I I get one of these things is, we always have these. Please don'ts. Yeah. And I think, or I have the full confidence that J.J. Abrams. No matter what goes in there. Yeah. He's the guy to execute. It. Yes. But, don't end it like Jedi. Please don't <laughs>
1: uh, get rid of Force Ghosts. Yes. Can yeah, they do? They, can, can they do that?
0: Can they? Can they get away without having force ghosts? Right. I don't think so. Get away from that. I don't think it works. You have to have Luke.
1: Got to have him. it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we've, we've gone this so far, this whole trilogy with no Obi Wan. Right? Yeah. No Anakin. We just got Yoda, and we haven't had Luke yet. I'm sure we'll get him. We have to get nine. him. We have like, to.
0: If Luke isn't in this film, right? Will you lose your mind? Absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll tear it up for we sure. We know We know he's in the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But what kind of Luke? Well, and that's another thing. I did say that the comic kind of made it sure that he did die. But the comic also, I believe if I'm wrong, you, you would know. But Force Awakens, didn't they introduce Ray and Poe? Or was that the novelization? It was a novelization. Ray and Poe already met. But then when it comes to episode eight, they finally meet. Yeah. So it was like a weird thing. I think it's a novelization. But well, he kind of
0: says, up. like, I know who you are. Right. So I don't... Well, doesn't yeah. he
1: say, hey, I'm... Yeah, he says, hey, I'm Ray." yeah i'm yeah. poe i know or yeah like i'm poe
0: i know yeah. like huh. i think th- yeah i don't know yeah. but yeah. it's gonna be crazy because yeah. we've got a little over a year a huh? little less than 400 days i believe
1: yeah until episode nine last one last one okay Okay. please don't bring back palpatine what do you think can it be done can it be done
0: Ooh, i do
1: that's a big one right yeah <laughs> You yeah. Bring back Pal, because right now you're like, ah, oh, like, because we think of clones, you know, you associate yeah. it with the yeah. uh, the legends. But then if it's like if it's done well, and you're like, oh shoot, Jack who the connection with him in the aftermath yeah. series, there's all that stuff where it's like, Palpatine, you know. Interesting. Yeah, I I don't know
0: if they can do it. Yeah, they'd be more likely to bring back Snoke. You know, yeah. Please yeah. don't bring back Snoke. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. But he's bring more back likely- his bottom half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, and here's the thing, I'm gonna throw this out there. Mm-hmm. So, we saw Darth Maul die in episode one the exact same way. Yes, yes. Cut in half by a lightsaber. Now, he didn't go down the same way Snoke did with his tongue hanging in his mouth. (laughs) But still, we've seen and we've just seen this character pop back up in film. This character, like, same way. Yep. So... There is precedence mm-hmm. for getting cut in half and living. That's right. A very long life. <laughs> <afterwards> <laughs> with metal legs. Presumably no junk. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Anyways, we've got a year to speculate. We've got a year to do our please do's, please don'ts. And we're going to have a lot of fun with it, I yeah. think. But oh, this yeah. is a great question, awesome. Grabs. And I'm really liking this this new thing that we're doing with Knights submitting a question of the month. So hopefully, I think Matthew Salvador is up next month. Nice. Ooh. If not, we're now committing you know it's him a and Batman vs Superman question. It better be. It has to. Yeah. Be. It's got. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if it's gonna be more stars related because you know the whole Commonwealth thing. But most most people commentate on, on Marvel and, if, and DC as well. He'll probably say like, "How would you make the Force Awakens?"
2: better so it would be like batman v superman <laughs> <laughs> how do you take the plot elements of batman
0: v superman and work them into a star
2: song? which movie is more divisive the last jedi or batman v superman
0: oh that's pretty good that's, yeah yeah sunjay question of the month yeah that's the night sunjay here you are officially <laughs> an avenger that's one of my favorite parts of infinity <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah when he was on it with the uh, hand the yeah good that's <laughs> good yeah. uh, what,
2: what about his other part uh what are the other films in history where they had please don't what do you mean did we th- did that. No, but not just uh, Star Wars.
0: Yeah, that was Star Wars. I thought, yeah,
2: it's
1: all Star Wars, really, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, it. was I I thought Google's. I thought there
2: was one that said, like, outside of Star Wars. Maybe I just misread. No. Well, then, <laughs> let me ask you, then. I'm going to grab this question and ask it. Outside of Star Wars, what was one thing that was
0: a please don't that turned out okay? Hmm. Here's one thing that I think will happen. That I don't... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the death of Captain America and how to frame this question. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, Okay, yeah, yeah, Please don't kill Captain America because I love him, but I think they <laughs> will and I think it would be really well
2: done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I got one. Please don't remake Star Trek. They're they they really re- did. That's right. Like they're saying, like, like back in oh, history, okay, people were saying one. when it came out, they're oh, like, oh, they're yeah. remaking Star Trek. This is going to be garbage. And I'm like, oh, this is really good.
1: Oh, go and Please don't cast Heath Ledger as Joker.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, ter- one we just mentioned Terminator. Please don't bring back Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator as the good guy. Remember, he was the bad guy in the oh, first yeah. one. I like the second that one though. though. But pe- but people at the time like were probably like, what? yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. coming back and he's a ba- he's a good guy now. Yeah. Like, what is this? You're right. And then they're like, wow, this is like he Terminator is the best one. Oh, I love that one. You
0: think you like it better than number one? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Number one's more like a horror film though. Yeah, right? that's why I like yeah. it.
1: Yeah, it's when he gets half his
0: face blown off. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you can hear Mark and them talk about that in the movie, <laughs> <laughs> the movie club podcast. There you go. Plug it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's jump into some Marvel talk just yes. to cap with this. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about this new timeline that we have coming out of this Marvel, the first ten years source book. So we got ten years of Marvel films. We've extensively discussed them on the podcast. We've even talked about the timeline. In our MCU retrospective series. And one of the big things that sticks out in your mind when it comes to the MCU is how tightly wound the story is. But there are pieces of it that do stumble over themselves when it comes to keeping with canon. One that really sticks out is the eight years later in Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah. That was a bit of a fudge. That's been fixed here. (laughs) But this is the first time, I believe the first time that marvel has come out fully and associated dates with particular films now for the most part and i think faiz even said this in public before for the most part the film the year the film was released in is the year that the film happened in. right and that's kind of what we've run with since avengers for the most part because they've done a little bit of retconning in the past even so Looking back at the first iteration of this, this comes out of The Art of Avengers 1. There's a book i got sitting in front of us right here, and this is the first time they strung together a timeline with actual numbers to it, but not particularly dates. Ooh. Now, one thing you can do from this timeline, and this is the one where there's a comic book called Fury's Big Week, where they essentially compressed everything for the first time from Iron Man to Incredible Hulk and Thor all into one week, and then that was preceded by... Iron Man, about six months early, earlier than that. Well, they use the I Am Iron Man as their point of reference. We've said hmm. in the past that we use the Battle of New York yes. as a point of reference, 2012, because that's the thing that's universally referred to even in the TV shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the original iteration of the cinematic timeline, yours. Now, this is official. This comes out of the, the Avengers book. They've updated this and tweaked this in this new book. But it looks like if you take from the death of Captain America or the freezing of Captain America, tick that as 1945. And then you have the 64 years here that it has it Chronicle. That gets us to Iron Man 1 in 2009. Now, subsequently, they've updated that to 2010. And they compressed the Iron Man 2 Incredible Hulk and Thor to one year after that. So they've given it a bit of space. So they're using a bit of a sliding scale here. But keeping that same idea of Fury's big week and keeping that comic canon. So that's a lot to squeeze into one week in one year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those three films. But they've continued with that and they've bumped Iron Man from 2008 to 2010. They also reference here that Captain America, the first Avenger, happens in 1943 through 1945. So there is two plus years to really the end of World War II that this is happening. And that's closely associated with Captain America's death. We're going to see Captain Marvel slid in there at some point, I believe in the early 90s. And then we've got Avengers in 2012, followed closely by Iron Man 3. Thor Dark World is the only film to take place in 2013. Sam C was pretty quiet in 2013. <laughs> and then we got the big ones in 2014. We got Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1, and Volume 2. We do know and we have known that Volume 2 falls almost directly after Volume 1. And it was the first film really outside of the Captain America, The First Avenger, to fall outside of that sequential storytelling. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, it's set apart somewhat because it's not really dependent on what's going on on Earth. And so we've always kind of viewed that as, as being okay. And then we've got Avengers Age of Ultron in 2015. Yes. The year the film debuted. Civil War and Spider-Man Homecoming both occurring in 2016. 16, right. Okay. spider being
1: six months later.
2: Yes. <clears throat>
0: yeah. Give or take. Yeah. So that whole eight years later thing, which would have put Spider-Man Homecoming into 2020, right. is no longer Valentine they've retconned that in here. And even if you go back to our review, we say, yeah, maybe we have to get away from finite dates, finite numbers, and just do about the sequential storytelling. Yeah. Spider-Man homecoming happens after civil war. Yes. So that retcon here happens. I don't know if they're going to fix that in a DVD release or whatever or on streaming service. It doesn't really matter for me yeah. here is the firm. And we always knew that wasn't the case. It yeah. was a bit of a cock up, but sure. Whatever. How does yeah.
2: that slip past though? Like, if, I we, don't know. if
0: we picked it up on first viewing, yeah.
2: You would have Everyone. to think, yeah. right? You would have to think someone who's watching it, like Kevin Feige's son, or like Kevin Feige's, like, hey, wait a second, yeah. it's it like, he's
1: like Amy Pascal last minute was just like, I'm just gonna mess with Kevin Feige, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, screw your timbre. <laughs> yeah. <Yeah. Yeah>. yeah. <laughs> now, one of the bigger
0: debates that we had at the release of Doctor Strange is when does that actually take place? And I think we landed on about 2016, 2017, which is officially what it is here. So Doctor Strange one, Doctor Strange one, yeah, oh, okay. happens after Captain America: Civil War. Oh. So he becomes a source of supreme quite a bit later. Wow, we're, we're okay. going to talk about some of the missteps here, and that one in particular, his name mentioned in 2014's *Captain America: The Winter Soldier*, mm-hmm. puts a little bit of a question mark on that.
1: So Peter's like not just necessarily been bitten by Spider, but he's like full out Spider-Man Homecoming before Doctor Strange is he even yes. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's interesting. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: Because Spider-Man... Did Doctor Strange was... They came out the same year as Civil War, right? 2016. Yeah,
1: before Civil War, but the same year, Yeah, right? Same year, yeah. Yeah.
0: So it happens sequentially after. That's crazy. Or maybe around the same time and then into after. Because that happens over a period of time, right? His training and all that. And then you have 2017, this year, Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok, and Avengers Infinity War. Yes. So that lines up for Ragnarok nicely because we know that Bruce Banner's been gone for two years Mm -hmm. post age of Ultron what happened in 2015 so overall here they seem to have you know put a nice little bow on all of this they've tightened up some of the missteps and they fixed some of the the big errors not big errors but some of the the kind of bigger question marks as to when these actually take place a lot of the compressing happens from Iron Man to uh Avengers where they've kind of squeezed all this together Mm -hmm. to make it a bit more of uh, I guess closer together, everything's kind of ramping up pretty quickly there, and then it, I guess it it retcons a bit of this original cinematic universe timeline that was published in the Avengers Art of book. So nice book, yes, it's yeah. a gorgeous book. It's one of my favorites, actually. I love those books,
2: like the Art of.
0: Oh, they're so good! I actually just won the Art of Solo from the Tumbling Saber nice. oh man. So, there Patreon you go. campaign. Yeah, so being a yeah. patron of Tumbling Saber, a powerful friend my name got drawn out of the out of the bucket and no I got an way. artist solo book on my way. Nice. Yes, can, can I, I uh,
2: borrow that? And then when you're done, Dunkirk, we can change back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually found it the other day.
1: <laughs> so do you think it's possible going forward of let's say the next 10 years that MCU can stay on top of this?
0: I don't. It's interesting because <clears throat> being the first time that this is something that they've released, yeah. to me, it, they kind of have to. Yeah. Um, they have to be a bit more cognizant of it all. Yeah. Because if we now go back in time here, let's, let's look at some of the well, what we'll call canon missteps and maybe yeah. some loose threads that were left dangling. Let's, let's talk about Dr. Stephen Strange first. Yeah, mm-hmm. Let's talk about his mention in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. If you remember sitting up on the roof, we've got Sitwell, Agent Sitwell. He makes mention of Dr. Stephen Strange. And he does this in kind of a ramble when Falcon and Captain America and Black Widow are really pressing him for information about this algorithm they have this identifying potential threats and being able to kill them here so i could believe it's called insight so he rambles off you referring to captain america a tv anchor in cairo the other secretary of defense which i don't really remember a high school valedictorian in iowa city bruce banner stephen strange anyone who's a threat to hydra so do you guys take particular issue now that we have this timeline with dr strange's mention in winter solar does that bust cannon for you hell yeah I don't think so, because he's Dr. Stephen
2: Strange, because he's a doctor. So he's a neurosurgeon. So obviously, you know, he's a very smart guy,
1: very powerful guy, very But a rich. threat? There's plenty of neurosurgeons. Yeah, potential, but, threat. I potential, think potential threat. Potential
0: threat, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think the key here is is how it's listed. Because I'm with you, Sanjay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me. First, why does yeah. it bother you?
1: Because they're, they're, they're going to have to, they're, they're retconning it now, yeah. right? It doesn't make any sense, because initially when you heard that, you're thinking... Uh, Dr. Sigma Strange has experienced yeah. an accident mm-hmm. and he's now becoming Dr. Strange. Right, right. Whereas now, knowing that Dr. Strange is a Dr. Strange show, <laughs> uh, homecoming slash Civil War, the Dr. Later. Strange he's talking about is... He's, there's plenty of those doctors.
2: But but um doesn't it make more sense? Because then where is he during Civil War? If, if he had his powers, he could have been used... Iron Man could have been like, hey, this guy's powerful. He's better than Spider-Man. So but by seeing if
1: any war, he, Dr. Strange would like... When we want to work with Tony Stark, right? Like those guys yeah. butt heads. He'd be like, "No, yeah. I want nothing to do with your guys' a little war. I'm here, like, yeah, protecting the outer. What was it? Was he protecting him? the Eye of Agamotto? Yeah, but the realm <laughs> or whatever it is, right? I'm the uh, astral plane like, astro... and all that kind oh, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. For me, I feel like that's kind of a. Th- it's definitely a misstep, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. It's twofold for me here. Yeah. So I think it was definitely a was put it there on purpose by yeah. Feige mm-hmm. to seed the idea of Doctor Strange and I think the initial intention probably was yeah he's Doctor Strange at this right. point yeah. Yeah. but <clears throat> in retrospect when I read this like when you say a TV anchor in Cairo the other Secretary of Defense a high school valedictorian in Iowa City Bruce Banner and then Stephen Strange to me if you contextualize that mm-hmm. it's just anyone that's a potential threat mm-hmm. and like you're saying Sanjay Doctor Stephen Strange you know he's outspoken he's a very intelligent guy yeah. He can be viewed as a as a potential threat the same way that a Val Victoria Iowa City can. Yeah, is that it can be anyone it doesn't necessarily have to be someone that is super powered. It's just someone that is identified as having maybe because they're get, essentially they're trying to eliminate anyone that would rebel up against Hydra that wouldn't just fold to whatever they're saying.
1: You think Doctor Strange? <clears throat> sorry, you think Doctor Strange during that point though when we're first introduced to him in his film is the kind of person that would even.
2: That would, you, yeah, you know no, because I mean? he's kind of a jerk, right? Yeah. he's a dick,
1: yeah,
2: but but no. he's outspoken,
1: though. I get what you're saying with that, yeah, yeah for sure.
2: I had something, but now it doesn't oh, make sorry. sense.
0: No, 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 it doesn't make sense, though. So. I can believe I can retcon this thing in my head to right. just make it, perfect sense that he is just Dr. Stephen Strange a potential threat, yeah, mm-hmm. but I think the initial intention wasn't that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, so it, it kind of to me, it the retcon works, it, but it, yeah. it also was never meant to be that way. Yeah, I get it. it. What about a loose thread here? Dr. Dr. Samuel Stern, the leader from Incredible Hulk. Do you consider Incredible Hulk? Well, it's it's in here, but is it full canon? Do you believe that there's a leader somewhere out there?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Because I think they even mentioned that Abomination is still, like, kicking around. Yeah, he's in a
0: jail in Alaska.
2: Right? Like, he would have been cool to, like, pop out in Infinity War to see him just go crazy killing those. What are those? The
0: outriders, outriders, yeah.
1: Well, because you read all the like most of those one shots, at least the preview yeah. books, and did they talk about the leader? Or was it Abomination? They talked about in one of those books.
0: So Abomination is the reference to him being in a jail in Alaska uh-huh. is in Agents of Shield. Oh, okay. And yeah. then the, the the Dr. Samuel Stern stuff is picked up in Fury's Big Week. So it's a comic, the prelude comic to Avengers, right. which shows him in S.H.I.E.L.D. custody.
1: Right, right. Yeah, with a big head and everything. big head, yeah, Oh, yeah. He's
0: green? On. Yeah. I don't know if he's full green, but yeah. he's definitely got a big head. No mustache? <laughs> yeah. Not quite no, yet. Yeah, not there. Okay. But it is, yeah. it is a loose thread that probably yeah. will never get picked up. Same way Abomination probably will never get picked up. Yeah. Are we yeah. ever going to get another solo Hulk film? No. No. Never? No. Never going to happen. I don't think... To me, Hulk works... And they've kind of also done a Hulk story that would have been better solo. Yeah. Planet Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, But um, yeah, I don't think we're going to get that that solo Hulk film. Because even looking back at Incredible Hulk, this is another kind of loose thread and something that they've retroactively fixed because it didn't make any sense with, with the current canon is you remember at the end of Incredible Hulk when Tony Stark opens the door and approaches mm-hmm. General Ross? Yes. And he says, we are putting together a team. Mm-hmm. And the reference there... And I explained it, I think, in our Avengers 1 review. So if you want to go back and hear the full explanation for that. But the initial intent there was, I think, that Hulk was supposed to be the main villain of Avengers. Right. Yeah. And Tony's come in to the same way that he was the original threat in Avengers 1, the comic
1: book. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Was Loki he, yeah, controlling Loki's him. Yeah, Loki's controlling him, right? Yeah.
0: And Tony Stark appears to have gone in there and said, we're putting together a team, referencing the Avengers, because of Nick Fury from the previous, but to help General Ross. Yeah. It's lit a retcon in a one shot called The Consultant, and that consultant is referred to in Iron Man 2 that they essentially sent Tony there to piss off General Ross because General Ross wanted the abomination on the original Avengers squad. Oh, right, okay. right. Like yeah. that, like that. So there's a little bit of a retcon there. So that, without that, doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they've gone in and, and fixed this. So this is the thing I like talking about is that the MCU is not a perfect slate. Yeah. You know, they've had their missteps, but they've taken the opportunities <laughs> to go and fix this in the same way that they're doing with this timeline, right? They're taking and, and fixing certain aspects of the timeline to, to make it feel a bit more holistic, I think. Now, let's talk about the Mandarin, another loose thread.
4: Woo, best
0: villain. <laughs> you, didn't they release an action figure of him recently? They did. Yeah. Part oh. of a $100 set. Do you guys get yeah. it?
2: Nope. Yeah, we'll touch <laughs> that. Oh well, I gotta take back your Christmas presents then. Hey, if you got it, I'll take it. There's just three mandarins in a row. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: they did a one shot called "All Hail the King," mm-hmm. where they have Ben Kingsley reprising yes. the role of Trevor, and they kind of fix the Mandarin well by saying that essentially that Trevor stole the moniker, and the real manager or the real manager, the real Mandarin <laughs> has come back in a jail. They're doing an interview. Yeah. Uh, to to kill Trevor and take back the name. Right, yeah. Justin
1: Hammer's there too, right? Justin think, Hammer yeah. is yeah. there too, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Cool. which is pretty cool. Yeah,
0: but what do you, what do you think about the the whole Mandarin idea and the fact that they've essentially walked that back within canon?
1: Um, <laughs> I, I'm glad they did it. I just hope. We see it yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I I really wish Marvel would go back to doing those one shots. I think those were pretty nice what they used to do there, especially because yeah. it feels more. First of all, it's easier for the audience to watch if you're not invested yes. in uh, Shield or Netflix or even like the prelude comics. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to watch it on your Blu-ray, or even at the end of like an after-credit scene or something. So, I really do hope we get the Mandarin. The thing is, I don't know where you would place them yeah. because we're kind of done with the Iron Man films. But, I mean, yeah. they brought in Red Skull perfectly. Paul, yeah. Right? Yeah. He was awesome. So, I mean, you could... There is some kind of way you could bring in... Was it the Seven Rings he has? The Ten Rings. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ten. The Ten Rings, to me, that fits a little bit more in Doctor Strange's world now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, more that myth- would be mysticism. cool. Yeah. yeah. That'd be
0: cool. Oh, that's wicked. And now that yeah. they've retconned that back that there is a Mandarin out there. The yeah. The Ten Rings, that whole aspect could come back around in some form i yeah. think
2: it might be too confusing because general audiences probably didn't see the one shot so they'd have no. to like do a beginning intro where they show the one shot and then the movie begins yeah,
1: yeah. because that would be awesome i'd love to see that, that that's that's really, especially because you know going back to iron man in the beginning it was a lot more grounded the universe yeah so when you thought about like thor like doctor Strange, you're kind of like how are they going to pull it off but now that we've seen it we've experienced yeah. it you throw in the mandarin in there now I'm totally on board. It works. Oh, yeah. That's 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 genius. awesome. You know?
0: Yeah. It works. Now, guys, do you think, with now that we have this timeline, do you think there's an issue that we're going to drop Captain Marvel into the mix here and then not have her absence explained over the last 20 films? Like, I'm sure there's going to be some serious retconning going on mm-hmm. in the Captain Marvel film, and I'm sure they're going to be very conscious of it as they get to the end as to what happens with Captain Marvel. But. Do you think they're going to put the work in? Do you? How do you think they can execute this where essentially Captain Marvel hasn't been present? Because we really don't get the kickoff of this of the, the superhero universe until 2010 in the MCU continuity. Yes, you get Captain America in the, the late 40s or mid 40s there, and of World War II. But he goes on ice. And yeah. then this all really ramps up. And it, it gets... You know, Iron Man is only Iron Man for two years when we get to Avengers.
1: And Hank Pym was like the original Hank Pym. Yeah, I guess. Or Ant Man right was just. Yeah, he was like more right. of like yeah. a uh, spy, though, right? He wasn't yeah. really classified as a superhero. Yeah, yeah that's Walk, true, yeah. I, yeah.
0: I forgot to mention, yeah, yeah. Ant Man is on this 2015. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. That, there Whoa, is. Oh, Ant 2015, stuff. and when's Homecoming?
1: 16. Because in oh, Ant-Man, yeah. don't they
2: say, like, we have someone
0: that can stick on
1: walls? But that still makes sense because whenever Peter's still low-key, oh, yeah. he's oh, not in, like, the yeah. Stark suit. He's, yeah. like, the low-key yeah, kind of guy, yeah. so it still works. You know? okay. Low-key. Okay. Low-key. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but
0: Captain Marvel, do you think that's that's going to be an issue? Yeah,
2: so what happens is at the end of the first one, Captain Marvel, she goes on ice, and then the ice dethaws thaws at a rate, because of global warming, that now she can, like, go and save us in 2018. <laughs> There you go. That's awesome. how they're gonna do it.
1: <laughs> well, I like that theory still. I'm still holding on to that uh, Doctor Strange theory. Is yeah. that what it is? Where he warns. He warns Fury? Nick Fury. Yeah. I-, I love that. Just, just. Yeah, run we spoke about that.
0: fan theories about uh, well, two, three months ago, maybe yeah. even longer. Yeah. And I think it was that Doctor Strange had gone back in time yes. to warn Nick Fury. Yes. That that all this was happening. I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. And but then, you'll
1: know and use that. Pager. Yeah,
0: and use this pager. When people start melting or yeah. fading away, yeah, yeah, and that's that how he kind of knows how to run for the pager. Yeah, and then I guess the big thing was that I remember you really liking is that he didn't tell him that he was gonna. Die. Yes, oh man, and that's why uh, he no. gives the oh, mother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I think they can execute this really well. To me, Captain Marvel just shoots off in space. Yeah, yeah, she's got to go off Earth. Like she can't be on Earth. Yeah, no, or and they can't depower her enough
2: so no. that she's just gone. No. And all of a sudden, she's got her powers back.
1: Yeah, that'd be brutal. She has to be like. You know, straight Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah. Tatooine. Like, isn't she, leave. like,
2: one of the most powerful Avengers now? Yeah. Not uh, like, most. in the
1: movie world, that's what they're making her out to be. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily in the comics. The comics, no. she's decent. But I think Kevin Feige said she's meant to be the most powerful. Yeah. So she's, like, super right?
0: But, yeah, she's... And to me, like, I don't know how much they're going to define her power set in the film. But she may be one of these ones, like, Superman, in my opinion, has yeah. a relatively ambiguous and they can kind of do whatever they need to do. So mm-hmm. it's a power set of convenience. Yeah. That... Sure, if she needs to punch a hole through Thanos, sure she can. And if she can't, then that she won't do that at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. true, true, true. Now, last one I want to talk about here is when we're talking about loose and dangling threads. Actually, i got two more here. Let's, cool. let's touch on this one first because we're a man, Stan Lee. Yes. There's that little issue, mm-hmm. little tiny issue in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 where he refers to himself as a FedEx delivery man. Yeah. But yeah. We know that happens in 2014 and Captain America Civil War, or Captain America Civil War where he was the FedEx man happens in 2016 16. but so is he a time traveler or does he use this disguise multiple times well wasn't
2: he a fedex
0: delivery man in fantastic four the movie he's a mailman oh because i think that's a, i can't remember the name character's name willie no willie lumpkin
1: in fantastic four he's the, uh the like, x-men like the, he, <laughs> he, he, he draws trailer. himself
0: into like he's actually i think it's willie lumpkin is the character's name he's a mailman in the fantastic four comic book series oh. and he reprises that oh. role he, or he takes up that role in the Fantastic Four film, but it's a, oh. he's a post office, not a FedEx uh, guy. Oh, okay.
1: Um, so okay. I'll say he's time traveler. Travel. I'll say he's used the FedEx quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did
0: Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two come out in 2016?
1: 16. 16
2: or 17? 17. Not 17, 16. 17.
1: Yeah, 17. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Same as Homecoming. Yeah. Okay. And Wonder Woman.
0: Yeah. Okay. So actually, that's interesting because I just that just clicked in my head that it's actually 2018, and then Black Panther ragnarok and infinity war happened in 2017
1: yeah i didn't really that didn't really mm-hmm. click in my head right yeah because it guardians came out in 17 was meant to take place in 15 or 14 14 14 right yeah so right.
0: Seven, so i guess in as you if you're watching them sequentially and you make that assumption then that makes sense right, right. it happens after civil war right and so that reference makes sense so mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a mix up there yeah just a little bit. Yeah. It's just okay, a, Just a teeny It's tiny. a little bit. Now let's, let's talk about the last thing here for kind of canon missteps maybe or loose threads. TV shows and the non-reciprocation in the films. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably the biggest one, at least for me, because we had this hashtag years ago. It's all connected. Yeah. And, you know, you had a lot of internal references within Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we even get at the start, like on the onset of the Netflix stuff, there was references to the Hulk, to Captain America, um, I believe Hammer, Hammer yes, yeah. as well. The, the whole incident in New York, yeah. the Harlem stuff with uh, Incredible Hulk, yeah. all that's referenced. And, and, then- and
1: Daredevil, well, did you see the Daredevil recent one, season three? In the background, there's a poster of Parker versus Morales. Oh really? really? Well, boxer, yeah, so Parker, yeah, it's like two boxers. Parker that's awesome. Males. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Wow. Behind Karen Page, yeah, there's yeah. a spot. Yeah, it's really cool. cool. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Who would you cheer for in that fight? Ooh, Parker. Oh yeah. wow. yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But there's, um, that's all dwindled a little bit. I think Age of Shield still references things. Okay. But you don't get the same, not in the same fashion where we got Infinity War referenced. Age of Shield did reference Age of Ultron. There's a little tie in there where Coulson's actually the one that got the Helicarrier Fury for the end of Age of Ultron. Oh cool. That happened in the in the because that was a whole big thing with with Coulson in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But we didn't get the Infinity War references at least yet. We don't really get much in the Netflix world at all with regards to references as to what's going on in the wider universe. So to me that is I think we sort of refer to these as MCU-adjacent universes, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. longer really part of canon, which kind of breaks my heart a little bit because I like this idea of this this canon across multiple platforms. Yes. But how do you guys feel about the TV shows and, and them not really being included? Do you think it's right? Does it hurt yet? Do you care? <laughs> yeah, I've never watched the show, so I'll say good because then there's less things I got to catch
2: up on. <laughs> <laughs> it, it
1: it works for me, you know. I've always been a fan of like the DC model, like the CW, how they just they have the Arrowverse mm-hmm. and keep yeah. it away from the movies. But the thing is, because Daredevil hit on such a strong note and the way they connected it with the Battle of New York, it was no. like, this is money. Stick to this, you know. And then they kind of went away from it. So because they introduced it to us, I was really attached to it. You yeah. Know? Whereas if like, yeah, they yeah. just didn't do it in the first place, then it wouldn't bother me as much. Right. So i'm fine with it now though anyways
0: yeah, yeah me too i've kind of i've grown to appreciate those that net netflix series particularly daredevil and punisher yeah. for what they are their own isolated things that being said i don't want them to do daredevil on the screen though yeah if they're going to do it, it has to be charlie cox yes mm-hmm. like i want them to bring those characters in kingpin. so that exactly that yeah. limits a little bit what they can do at least from my perspective in the mcu as we get further down the road we're going to be turning to characters like kingpin yeah. like daredevil to fill in those gaps as your black panther series come to an end as your Doctor Strange, you know what i mean mm-hmm. as these actors decide they want to move on and away from these roles you're gonna to have to have other pillars inserted into this yes and luke cage like those are characters that you could realistically see inserted into the mcu once they start to kind of really bat away some of these major players that are taking up the space being left by thor iron man and captain america yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see what they do because did they maybe they shot themselves in the foot here by not building these closer to the films or at yeah. least having the the films give some kind of reciprocation and reference those oh something's bigs going down in Hell's Kitchen we don't have time for that right right yeah. yes it's
1: always been the Netflix you know yes. referencing the movies not the movies referencing the TV shows yeah right?
0: and that's something different because we for in Star Wars for instance we had finally in Rogue One they referenced the TV show yeah. So that was one of the first times we saw that going the other way. Because usually the films are seen as the pinnacle, right? right. Mm-hmm. This is where the canon is established. And then they kind of, as, <laughs> I don't want to call them little suckers or whatever, but like <laughs> a symbiote relationship where these TV shows are spawned out of the events of the films. Mm-hmm. And for the first time we saw something include included. So that was really cool. That's huge. Yeah. To see that. And I think we need a little bit more of that as they build up. The continuity here in the MCU, but overall, guys, I think you know that that about wraps it up for some of this MCU talk. I think it's cool talking through timelines and talking through trending because, yeah. that's one of our favorite parts. Whether it's Star Wars, Marvel, or DC, it's that continuity that's yeah. what comic books is, yeah. And the fact that they've released something like this gives us something to talk about, and something <laughs> maybe not good for for Marvel is that now we have this established, yes, yeah, we have dates, they got to follow it,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of like old Marvel when you go back to the original comics, right? They're Problem with Marvel compared to DC is they were aging their characters. You know, Peter went to high school no, and college, yeah, and Fantastic Four had families, and then they got to a point where it's like, wait, this isn't no. line up. How old is yeah. Peter really? How old is Reed Richards? So then they kind of were just like, screw it. So I wonder yeah. if we'll ever get to that point where it's like, twenty years down the road, they're just like, it is what it is. Just watch yeah. the movies, no. you know?
0: Yeah, like X Men.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah.
0: it. And like the comic books function of how they work. It's just a sliding yeah. scale, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything just moves together. Exactly. Yeah. And you still have Captain America in the forties and that, but he actually woke up in whatever the nineties. That's right. Yeah. And that's so right. it's just a sliding scale, you know, they, they, and they periodically go back and, and revamp things. We saw in the extremist arc mm-hmm. in Iron Man that they changed his origin from Vietnam to yeah. Um, Afghanistan. Yeah. More um, the, the more recent Middle East war. And so they're constantly doing that in the comic books and you're right. And we've already seen this compression, right? Yeah. It's a sliding scale of events. We're trying to make these things kind of all work together. So let's really compress that Iron Man through Avengers timeline, that phase one into something that's a little bit more digestible in relation to, to Avengers and all that. Yeah. So we've, we've already seen that sliding scale working yeah. and I think we're going to continue to see that. I think these are going to be probably pretty well established mm-hmm. because we got, you know, maybe in twenty years, maybe that all shifts again. I don't know.
1: Yeah,
0: pretty interesting. We'll to see.
1: see. But it's a strong story group that they have. Clearly, everyone's yeah. communicating with each other. Yeah, on that page. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's Feige, man. Yeah,
1: the man. <laughs> Feige, we trust. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, gentlemen. That wraps it up for us this week. I can't. I had a ton of ton of fun. And Troy. Thank you yeah, for yeah, the man. gifts, man. Thank Troy, guys, Troy no was worries. the podcaster of the Today. Yeah. yeah you definitely won Podcaster yeah. of the Day
2: Award. <laughs> the podcast turning moment or whatever. <laughs> yeah. TSN Turning Point was when Troy came in with gifts. Yeah. Was you know, awesome. I wasn't even going to come in, and then Troy was just texting me like, just come in. Come on, man.
0: man. You yeah. did. Who are you? Yeah.
2: Dude.
0: <laughs> dude. All right, guys. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can always email us at the at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook or on YouTube. I really don't use Facebook anymore, so maybe don't go to us there. <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> you I could, that. You can check us out on MySpace and probably Planet. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can always find us on the nerdroom.net and sourcecom.com. Everything that we do gets uploaded to those websites. And if you're really looking to interact with us, Twitter is the way to go. The Twitter gang out there, they are in full force tonight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My phone was buzzing like crazy. (laughs) It's a ton of fun out there with everyone just debating different things. With the stars, Marvel, DC, there's always a discussion to be had on Twitter. You can find our handles at the end of the episode if you'd like to follow us and kind of get in on that conversation. Yeah, and hopefully we get an Avengers trailer here next week. Yeah, because, or a title. Uh, yeah. A title or yeah. episode nine title or something. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, if there is something like that, we will be discussing it and covering it, of course. And if not, we're going to be back talking Star Wars Marvel and DC for sure. So make sure to plug in next week. And please, please, please come back and visit us here. And we'd like to give one last shout out to our dude, Rob Wade, for endorsing this podcast. This is Emotionally 14.0. Indoors. you can find everything that Rob Wade does including the other endorsed podcasts over on Emotionally14.com so alright dudes cool until next week for the Nerd Room I'm Tim I'm Troy and this is where I normally insert something funny <laughs> <laughs> thank you for entering the Nerd Room this has been a Nerd Room podcast production you can find our hosts Tim Troy and Sunjay on Twitter at the the TroyTheBoy87 and SonJabby for more content from The Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net. Nerdroom.net. And don't forget to subscribe to The Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts in the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Rogue Squadron Podcast, Skyrim Podcast, and San Diego Sabers. Follow the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SWCommonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world.